<laughs> ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. Hey, Shelby. How are you today? Oh, pretty good. Welcome to Miss Willa's Book Club Podcast. Can we take special attention for your shirt? Mm. Got the special Miss Willa Collins Book Club shirt. I made this when I first got my Cricut. It was like the first thing I ever made on it. This was so many years ago. And uh, when we were trying to decide on a podcast name, I had seen this in my drawer and that was actually part of why I had suggested it to you because I was like, ooh, this could be funny. That's so cute. Yeah. So that has been my inspiration for it. I love it. Well, well, I guess I got to make you one too. I think so too. We have to match. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh man. So what are we talking about today, Shelby? Oh, today we are talking. (laughs) Don't sound so excited. (laughs) I can't help it. Today we are talking about... (laughs) (laughs) We have all the dogs here today. Three dogs. They're all excited. Hello, hello. Yeah, check out our TikTok if you want to see some videos of the dogs because they'll probably all make an appearance. Oh, absolutely. They will. Hello, sweet girl. So today, we haven't even gotten to the name. (laughs) Today, we are talking about Zodiac Academy 8.5, Beyond the Veil. Beyond the Veil, otherwise known as just why. (laughs) Otherwise known as probably the worst book I've ever read. Oh, I wouldn't go that far for me. Really? I've read some bad books, man. Oh, really? I mean, I'm not going to say this was the best book I've read, but I don't think it could take... I don't even know if it would make the top five worst, honestly. I've read some bad books. I've DNF'd some books, for sure. Maybe that'll have to be another episode. I think so, too. (laughs) Books we DNF'd. Well, okay. I I know that both of us weren't crazy about this. The Goodreads rating for this book is 4.14 stars. How? How? I... I was actually looking at that too when I finished it, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "How? There are thousands." Yeah, people I, are obsessed I, with Zodiac Academy. I and am it, too, but it's <laughs> tough because I, I mean, Zodiac Academy was like a guilty pleasure book for me, right? It oh, was yes. not necessarily the highest quality writing. No offense, Caroline and Suzanne, if you ever hear this, because we love the series. Clearly. We we love it. It wasn't the highest quality, but it was highly entertaining. And that was why yes. I really enjoyed reading them. It's because it was, they were funny or they were entertaining or they were heart-wrenching or whatever, right? They, they really had that pull. And I just didn't really get any of that in this book. So that was like my main thing is it was yeah. so redundant from other material yes. that they had. So I gave it 2.75 stars. Yeah. With a, I wouldn't read again, and I don't know that I'd recommend. What about yeah. you? Um, so I gave it a two. I wish I could go back and give it a one. You can. You can I, always go yes. with that. If you want I to. probably will go back and give it a one because yeah. I, I hated this. I hated this book. And So what's your, like, if you had, like, a two-sentence review? Of a it? review two, of two it? Two to three-sentence review of it. What, what are your, your overall thoughts? Ooh, like, if we're trying to tell somebody who's thinking about maybe reading it i would say uh you have 10 new povs who you're never going to remember who you aren't 
familiar with, and all of it doesn't matter, don't read this book. <laughs> that might have been three sentences. <laughs> I was literally just angry reading this. <laughs> wow. Yeah. My, I felt like, maybe not quite that extreme. I, I thought it was, you know, it was mildly entertaining to see similar personalities from like family members of characters that yeah. we know beyond the veil and to have some of those things be the same, like uh, the other knight character, Felicia, Felicia or whatever, yeah. being like so similar to Leon, like that, and Rory. I don't yeah. know if you know Rory, I guess. Yeah. A little bit. He's in Joey Academy a little bit, isn't he? Yes, I think so. He's yeah. in one of them. I know yeah, him just something. briefly. Um, so, like, there were some things like that that were a little bit funny. But, yeah, overall, I thought it was pretty redundant. I wish it had been marketed more similarly to As Told by the Boys. Yeah. Because I think that that would have been... I, I think I probably would have had less hate for it going into it if... Or coming out of it if I had known that it was going to be more like that. That it was going to be more like Zodiac Academy 8 from Darius's point of view plus a few others, right? Exactly. And I, I think that probably... Because I was reading some reviews and a lot of people had the same feelings as us. I think a lot of people would have felt differently if they wasn't pitched as like, oh, this is a super important bridging novel. There's all this critical information. It also wasn't learn. a bridging novel. It wasn't... Okay, so originally they said it was a novella. Originally. It was going to be a novella. It and was then they good, overwrote... Yes. And it was funny because I was also looking at Goodreads and seeing everybody being like, we need to teach them what it means to write a novella, and yeah. not a 580-something page book. Zodiac Academy 8 was supposed to be the last book in the series. That yes. had been the original plan as they were writing it, as we, I think, learned even through Zodiac Academy 7 and 8, that sisters can ramble a little bit, and I don't think that their review process really pairs down the writing very much. Um, I think they just kind of leave it at anything that they wrote. It becomes part of the book. And so they went from eight supposed to be the last book to having a thousand page book for eight, a (laughs) 500 page bridging novel and a full nother book, which I'm sure is going to be another thousand pages. They've made it sound like it's going to be long again. Well, they already said that. So the book that they did for book eight Mm -hmm. was, I want to say it was like 1100 or something like that. Yeah, it was over a thousand pages. Oh God, it was so long. And I was up in Steamboat when I was reading that. Mm -hmm. So I like, I went through it really quickly, but it was like, it was too much. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of over this. By the end of the book, I was definitely over it. Yeah. And so I was like, why, why? Like there's so much, there's so much that's unnecessary. And so I got like really upset after the end of the eighth book. And so they've said that the ninth book is going to be the same exact length of the eighth book because Ugh. the length that they had was the longest that Amazon will still publish it. Jesus. I yeah, know. it's like the longest they could get bound by Amazon. Yes, and so they're doing both of them like a thousand pages. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a lot. Yes. I think the hard part was reading this, it felt less necessary for Zodiac Academy and more like it was lining them up for Darkmore Penitentiary and it made me wonder about I'll talk about it a little bit it made me wonder if maybe it's going to play into a, a game of Malice and Green oh because yeah, those are both those are both set in yeah. the same world okay and some of the things they mentioned and like some a lot of the characters that you were like oh I, there's all these new POVs and stuff most I don't know if there were there was maybe one or two new POVs, but there weren't really actually very many completely new POVs for me. Yeah. Or they were people that I had heard of before because I've read Darkmore Penitentiary, the yeah. first three, because that's what's out. 
And so I think some of those, some of those were uh, maybe like less surprising to me or maybe more meaningful. Like Felicia's yeah. story, I'm sure that was really annoying for you. But for <laughs> me, it's like they've talked about her before <laughs> yeah. as being, you know, she was like a legend, uh, notorious. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I think it, that's why I say it, it felt less necessary for Zodiac Academy and more like it was information for other books. Right. And okay. Kind of like you said, they did with the last book though. Like there mm-hmm. were some spoilers and things that if mm-hmm. you hadn't read all the other ones, like I was so confused. I'm like, why are these random people coming? You're like, yeah. well, they're not actually random. Like you yeah. kind of know them from others, but like it doesn't pertain to Zodiac Academy. And like, I don't yeah. feel like the other books were good enough to like yeah. continue to keep all these. Also, do you remember me saying I skipped complete chapters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which ones did you? Did you skip all those? Oh, yeah. The entire thing. Yeah. I looked at it on my Kindle, and it said an hour and 22 minutes left of this chapter. Mm. And I said, nope. And I skipped to the end. And yeah. I read the last page. And I was like, wow, I got all of the information that I needed from that chapter from one page. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> and that leads me to one of the quotes that I from, <laughs> from, was it... Hale, I think yeah. that, that this was. I felt like if there was a quote for this book, he said, "This is an extremely roundabout way of telling us where the stones are." And as I read that, I was like, "This book is an extremely roundabout way of telling us where the stones are." And so I couldn't tell if they were like making if the sisters were making fun of themselves a little bit there yeah. in writing that book, or if that was just supposed to be a funny Hale moment. I took that as maybe they're making fun of themselves a little bit too in that, but. Okay, yeah. I, I remember the quote, and I remember thinking it was really funny. But, like, why keep it in there? Like, <laughs> That's why I say I think there's some things that tied together more with other pieces of stories that yeah. you haven't read. And I agree. I think it I just, there's another one that, like, another novella that they have, and I'm not remembering which one now, that I think is supposed to be, like, bridging between Ruthless Boys and Zodiac Academy. Okay. And I think some of the stuff they were doing here, they should have just done something similar and said that this is like an, an Easter eggs book that connects these three stories. Yeah. And because like, again, people who have read all of them maybe feel differently. I still felt like it was a, I, again, I just wish it wouldn't have been pitched as like this super important right. novel. It kind of felt like a money grab because of that. Oh, and what I was kind of thinking earlier too, yes, money grab for sure. But also, I didn't think this was actually, like, this wasn't bridging eight and nine. This was just, like, like you were kind of saying. Yeah, it was like, like as told by the boys yeah. for eight. It was not actually, yeah, no, I agree. it's not a bridging novel. Yeah. And I know we're going on and on about this, but, like. No, I, I agree. So many gripes. <laughs> yeah. So many gripes. <laughs> well, okay, so do you have some some positive things that you liked from the book, or do you not have anything positive <laughs> to pull from it? <laughs> no, I do. I'm just kidding. Um... My favorite part was probably where Darius was in on the sexiness with Seth and Caleb. So you did have a few redeeming moments from this book. Yeah, I think my favorite part of the book was when Dor. I almost called him Dory. Dory. <laughs> hey, that's their cute couple name, though. I, I guess know. Dory. Yeah. Is when Darius was basically, like, leaning in on Caleb and Seth's sex scene. That was so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was dying at the commentary there. Especially because (laughs) what then when you 
kind of go back and you watch it from somebody else's point of view, you like remember how cringy it is to like yeah, hear yeah. this. <laughs> it's kind of like when you're like when James will come up, when my husband will come up and we'll like see a line from a smutty book that I'm reading out of context yeah. and it's like sounds really fucking lame. And it's like, wait, no, it was actually really good, I promise. <laughs> so yeah, that was hilarious. I I was definitely dying at that. Oh yeah, I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Well, especially because it was cringy reading it the first time. It but was. then he was like, get me out! Yes, funny sex scene though. Yeah, I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. So we really liked that. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite part? Um, I think it's like not necessarily a specific scene, but I did really enjoy like the the proud father moments. Like I feel like there was a lot of like sweet family moments that we didn't get to see from the for the girls before, because, like, in the other books, obviously, since their parents aren't there and never have been. Yeah. You know, they have the found family, but it was, I don't know, like, in a way nice to see, like, the strong love that their parents do have for them and, like, how much they're watching over them. And I thought there were sweet moments of, like, Orion's dad watching him, so Asriel, like, those, I thought that was really sweet. And I actually thought that the Marcel and Hale's uh, I don't know, guardianship over mm-hmm. uh, Gabe as like a shared thing. Because like in the beginning of the book, obviously, the, Hale was kind that of cracking was... me up. He's like, he's my son. Which was like, he's yeah. yours. Like bonus parents are real parents. And yeah. So I, I thought that that was really sweet to see. Um, and, you know, just to have that type of family dynamic too and then see Marcel maybe get a little bit more Did you know who Marcel was before this book? No. Okay. I was so confused in the beginning because I completely forgot that Gabe is Isn't not Hales. Hales. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I did remember that he has a different dad, but um, I don't know that they've really talked much about his dad before mm-hmm. then. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't know who he was for sure. But I, I don't know. I thought that it was sweet interactions to see you know him care so much for his son, even if he hasn't been able to spend that time with him. That so. I, it actually made me really sad, too, to see like how much Marcel was like, he was forgotten, basically. Mm-hmm. It made me think a lot about... Have you seen the movie Coco, the Disney movie? I think so. Oh, yeah. Where they, the like, grandma? if they forget... Yeah. yeah. Where, like, if they forget, then they, like... Drift can, away or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what it seemed like. I had that, like, in mm-hmm. my head while that was all happening. That's then, a good comparison. Hale kept, like, bringing him back, like, begrudgingly, like, oh, okay, yeah. fine, I'll save fine. you. Fine, watch your son. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I liked that. Yeah. So oh. that's, that's one thing I thought was kind of good. Yeah. But mostly, I just, for as much as we're so... Oh, and, like, a very small thing, but it was kind of cute to know where King's Hollow came from. I think you skipped that whole chapter, so you must have missed that. Um, I I remember briefly, I don't remember the actual story. <laughs> oh, it's fine. I mean, so, beside, you know, the four friends, one of them goes kind of crazy, or five friends? One of them goes kind of crazy from... The having all this power from the guild stones, from the three stones in the wand. And um, they, after they've basically taken it from her and they're trying to hide them from her and uh, make sure that she can't get to them. And so they kind of like use one to build King's Hollow. But it was cute that King was Kipling in my knight and gross because yes. we you know come into zodiac academy and it just like exists and they just know it exists and they're like oh but everybody so, knows this is here yeah, so that was i thought that was kind of cute to like yeah. have a little background from that but the and i don't know i'm pronouncing that right but the, in my name that that person mm-hmm. 
Um, that's one last name, like family name that we don't know. So that's why I say I wonder if that's a yeah. person in a Malice and Greed. Yeah, I wonder, because that, that was actually, I I skimmed a little bit, and yeah. so I was like, okay, what is this? Didn't, yeah, this so I didn't from? know that person, but yeah, so maybe wonder if that, I, cause I haven't read that yet, but I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be set in the same world. So either either Ren or that, yeah. like, I thought that maybe that was the, I don't know. I, it, yeah. it was just a guess. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I but was literally was, just trying to get fast, as fast as I could through this book. <laughs> yeah. But besides that, I, I feel like I mostly just had, uh, tried to pick out things that, might actually be predictions for, Ooh. for the last Before book. we get into predictions, yeah. what are we drinking? Oh, yeah. We have a little bit of bourbon, oh. you know, inspired by Orion. We may both be dairy stands more than Orion. He's okay. We like him, too. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> bourbon inspired by <laughs> She's like, I don't like him after this book. <laughs> no, Orion was fine in this book. I, I'm a Darius. <laughs> oh, Darius. No, I actually like Darius's point of views were, like, the only ones that I actually, like, Liked. Liked and read. Mm-hmm. Maybe Marissa's a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah. I loved it. And I loved your sentiment earlier where you're like, oh, we should have put cinnamon in it. I'm like, oh, that would have been perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have a little bourbon inspired yes. by Orion. Delicious. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. So let's talk about some predictions. Yeah. So I, I feel like I picked out a few things that were sort of of note. So starting... I feel like the main point of this book was to talk about the Guildstones mm-hmm. and where they are, how they got there, or any of that backstory, right? So we know they come from the 12 guild families. And so we know Vega, Acrux, Capella, Alt- Altair, Pollux, and Regal. Um, well, but yes. So we know those, fam- those six families, but we don't know anybody from the other six families. Mm. So it was mm. Alfard, Andromeda... Oh, God, I can't even read my own handwriting. Den, Den, is that a D? Denaboa? Castor? <laughs> Betelgeese? Pleiades? I'm, I'm definitely not saying those right, but we don't know anybody from those six families. I don't refill myself as long as I'm here. Do you want to oh, yeah. top off now? Yeah, I can be topped off with some bourbon. I can do that. Oh, yeah. Lance Orion inspired. Ooh, <laughs> it, like, uh, focused on it, too. Yeah. I like it. We need more bourbon in this, yeah. in this joint. Our dogs are driving us absolutely nuts, so. All right, so there's six families that we do know and six families that we don't. I don't know if that will be important at all moving forward. Like, I don't know if they're going to introduce people from those other families. And so you mean be... basically, like, continue on the series? Well, not necessarily, but if I... I'm going to skip forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, at, like, the very end of the book, you know, there's the prophecy. And as a oh, part yeah. of the prophecy, it just says... One of the lines is, unlikely friends and broken bonds may shift the, t- the tide. And so I was like, oh, I wonder if maybe unlikely friends could be... Like, even if they aren't important characters, if, like, maybe the 12 families have to come together or something, a thought. But, um... Yeah. There, it was also interesting because they... When they were talking about the families, they said... That story says that Alfard stole from Altair, but that some of them say that Akarik stole from Vega. And so then it also made me wonder, if Darius gives a stone to Tori, will that reset the balance that was upset when his family stole from the Vegas? 
if like if that's actually how it went, which makes me think <laughs> they're our main characters. It makes me wonder yeah. if maybe it really is that Darius's family stole one of the guild stones from Tori's family, and that maybe as a part of like the solution to the power being rebalanced in the world, Ooh. maybe he is going to have to give up one from like from his treasure trove. As too, a right? dragon. As a dragon, exactly. Wait. Like that? I like that. I like yeah. that a lot, actually. So well, I especially think... because I thought a lot in this book, especially, they talked about, like, oh, my dragon's not going to give you anything. You can't steal that from a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is, this is good. This is good. Yeah. I well, like your prediction. Yeah. And one of the um, guild stones. Let me, let me flip to the right page here. <laughs> I, okay. I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't write that many notes. Right? No, that's okay. I got, I got <laughs> lots of predictions. Okay. <laughs> I wrote down anything that I thought might happen. I was literally like, can I get this over with? Like, I'm so fucking done with this right now. So, okay. So the Sagittarius music box that has Mm -hmm. the Sagittarius uh, guildstone in it, they said was in the Akrax cave in the Havarian region or whatever. Like where Darius went to do his thing? Well, so that's why I'm like, I wonder if Darius will be able to get that stone because he's family and like maybe he's, because they said it was super well protected and whatever, but maybe because Darius is like a dragon and part of that family, he's going to be able to get it and then he's going to have to give it to Tori and that's going to be part of what completes the circle. Well, hold on before they even do that. Spoilers for the last book. Hopefully you have read Mm. the last book if you're here. You should be listening to this if you haven't (laughs) read the other books. If you haven't read the last book. From, From the last one, the girls are locked in a cave. Yeah. Are they in that cave where Darius was? I don't think so, because no, I, I thought they were in the same cave that they did the Phoenix training with. <gasps> Aren't they? Well, they I were thought in, they were like, a totally there. different land thing. Yeah. Like, I thought, thought, oh, you think I they were I thought they were, there? like, way off, like, in some weird spot. Okay. Like, I didn't think they were anywhere near Yeah, because that star landed there. Yeah. And wasn't it the star that was helping them train? No. No, it was their ancestors. Oh, yeah. But the ancestors weren't... Yeah, I guess I don't really remember. Like, all I remember, and they kind of talked about it a little bit at the end of this book, where, mm-hmm. oh, we watched the star fall. Yeah. And then the girls go try to find it. And then I didn't realize, probably because we didn't see it in the last book, but um, Lavinia and Lionel are right there. Yeah. And now they're all Is that like, the same star, though? I don't think that's the same star. I think the star that Tori and, and um, Darcy are Cladinius. at. It's Cladinius. Oh, yeah, I didn't remember that name, but I thought it was one that fell a while ago. Oh, oh, It's, like, been on, was... like, in Solaria for a long time, and so that was why that's been, like, cursed them for generations, whatever, because it's already been there. Yeah. This is a new star a that's new fallen star that fell. and was supposed to, like, let the energy free everywhere in the world to, like, yeah. add more magic. magic. Oh, you're okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, what do you think about the whole new star plot? Um, and now you have a new villain before the last book starts. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is something that they must have come up with, like, around book four or something. <laughs> because, like, when they were writing it. Because if you look back now, like, I, I don't think I could reread it, but just because it's so many pages. But if you were to reread it, there's enough times where, like, Tori in particular has, like, a oh fuck the stars, like, yes. why, why are they doing this to us? Like, oh, screw them, you know. This. Yes, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, and, and you know, her and Darius fighting, right, to come back together after being star-crossed and things like that. And yeah. There's a there's a few things like that that happen that um, maybe make the, the star, like, again, reflecting yeah. now, make it seem like the stars maybe have more of a personality than 
you think, in yes. the first few books? Well, they do, like, talk to them. Right. And so, I, I yeah. mean, I still... I, I felt like when I read book eight, it felt really out of the blue. Yes. And I, I'm sure that's part of why they wanted to write this bridging novel, is to make it feel like the stars were more involved, maybe, in the background during that yeah. story. So it felt new to us at the end, but, like, this revelation... But then they wanted it to feel like it wasn't actually a revelation. Like, it was all going on the whole time. The girls just didn't know about it. Yeah. Oh, you know? okay, okay. Because okay, the stars were that. definitely way more involved on, like, behind the veil yeah. side of it. For sure. Yeah. I I felt like they could have tied off the series with beating Lionel and left it at that. And it would have been a really yeah. nice tie-off. Honestly, that would have been a great tie-off. It would, and and I think instead, that people would have been satisfied. Yeah. And it would have been an appropriate link. And I think everybody is now a little bit like, oh, well, I'm committed. but Yeah, but like I don't really. It. Yeah, I'm so over it. Honestly, I think I yeah. was over it starting the eighth book. Because I I went through the series mm-hmm. so fast. I I've freaking loved every book up in the series like sobbing heartbreaks and falling in love with the characters it was amazing but i think this last book really it was just it was so long and well, nothing, now you have new feel enemies like new things happened no even though it's crazy because like you look at it and it's like so many things actually did happen but it's like it all blurs in eight together in eight. Oh yeah a lot does happen uh, in eight but it felt like it all just blurs together it's like well what actually happened and in this one nothing fucking happened yeah, it, well, <laughs> the same things. That That's the thing. It's the same things yeah. happen because no, you're just okay, revisiting yeah, you're right. it from the same... It's probably the same reason why I think people have a hard time getting through Empire Storm. Yeah, okay. It's, and, and, and the tandem read with... Yeah. yeah, well, so you did as a tandem read, which I know was long, Ooh, but I think yeah. was the better way to do it. I loved it. I didn't do the tandem read because I didn't know about it at the time. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that was what you were supposed to do. I literally read Assassin's... Yeah. I read <laughs> the, the Assassin's Blade first. And yeah, I read, and I remember being like, do, do the tandem do read. Please do the yeah. tandem read. Like, otherwise, like, you're going to learn some things and yeah. you're really going to want to just, like, get through it. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so... But you can imagine now, having read that, yes. that if you read all of the oh, book, but yeah. was that Queen of Shadows? Is that what's before it? It's Empire of Storms and then Tower of Dawn. So you read Oh, em- Tower of Dawn. That was the one I, yes. was, I was trying to think of was, was Tower of Dawn, not, yep. not Empire of Storms. Because um, Empire yeah. of Storms was before that. Right. So if you read all of Empire of Storms and you are oh reading about that main character, which I just won't spoil anything because just in case you haven't read it yet. And then all of a sudden you have <laughs> to read Tower of Dawn and it's a different, entirely different character, but you're going back to the same starting mm-hmm. point. Oh, God, it's so hard. And so I think that that's what we were feeling here is, yeah. like, having to go back to the same starting point as book eight and just, like, relive the same events almost. Yeah. And I think especially because book eight was my least favorite book out of all yeah. of them that it was, like, really especially hard for me to get through it. Especially because, like, we don't know the characters behind the veil. We don't know them super well. Yeah. And but so that's, it's that's why, tough. That's why I say I think, I think a lot of it is I know – I think you got – I know you have like a oh um, ruthless boys was bad. I think you just read too much of their style of writing close together. Yeah, I think, I think if you so would have read it not at the same time as Zodiac Academy, you might have liked it better. Well, I read it earlier this year. I thought you were reading. Didn't you break up Zodiac Academy with Ruthless Boys? Nope. You had completely finished Zodiac Academy. I so I finished so when the eighth book came out last December, I finished it in a week. And then, so it was right, right after. after. It was right yeah. after. Because in the new year, I started Ruthless Boys. Because I read them all really like close the last together. one. That's what I'm saying. I think you just read them too close together. Because yeah. as much as the Twisted Sisters are really entertaining, they have a really 
specific style yeah. of writing. I can't read a lot of it back to back either. I think you would have liked it better if you hadn't read them back to back. But right. anyways, the whole point is to say Dark Horror Penitentiary and Ruthless Boys, I think having read both of those made this book more meaningful to yeah. me than it might have made it to you. And not right. to say that I loved it, I still gave it 2.75, but right. I think it was maybe more meaningful because like in Darkmore Penitentiary, Rory Knight, who's Leon's yes. brother, like who's in the jail, right, that Felicia was supposed yes. to go to, right? So there's like a lot more family dynamic, I think, that you maybe hear there and like the notoriety about, I don't know. Thieves. <laughs> Thieves. I, I don't know. Yeah. So. Well, I felt like they, okay, the one thing that they do is they give some great imagery. And so it's like when they were talking about the thieves and how important it is to like be a thief and like how if you're really good at it, blah, blah, blah. It was they just not a, meaningful to Exactly. Like they did a great job of explaining it, but I was just like, this has nothing to do with what I actually care about. Like, yeah, it probably has some like important pieces to the plot, but like I don't care. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. so getting back to some of the, the predictions. predictions and stuff. So I had a couple other things that I had marked that I thought were maybe, like, of note. Let's so the, the first was that, and I think, it, I don't remember who said this. I should have written it down. It was, like, maybe Asriel or Marcel or somebody like that, somebody we don't necessarily know super well, mm-hmm. was talking about the Guildstones. It must have been Asriel because he was part of the, the guild yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah, which and is why Orion Yes, is also part of it. Mm -hmm. And he had gotten cut off when he was in the middle of talking about the 12 stones and how to use them. And he Mm -hmm. goes, and he said that you need to possess all 12 and form a dot, 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 because then somebody else interrupts him and they never come back to it. Yeah. So that was clearly part of it. So So the girls have got to have all 12 and form something. Form a circle? Form a something? I don't know, right? Yeah. That was definitely one of the things. Wait, wait, it is form a guild because... Because they also talk about how um, they had gone back, and that's how Orion figured out that he needed to bow to his queens, was because he, like, he, he didn't go into the afterlife, but something happened where he was able to, like, talk to people behind the veil through the stars, and he was his able... His dad or something. Yeah, he was able to talk to his dad, and he says the guild needs to be reformed. Yeah. That's how you can save oh. the day. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I didn't really know if there was going to be, like... Like a, a different... physical yeah. thing that needed to be formed, like with the actual physical stones, you know, oh. not just like the guild of people being reformed. But I, thought, I didn't know if it was like the physical yeah. stones need to become some one joint thing in the same way that they became the, the wand. Because it was only three stones made the wand, but like maybe the twelve stones need to make make something a else. crown or something. You know what I mean? That would be cool. Yeah. So oh, that was I thought that was interesting. Oh. Um, what do you think of the people in the music boxes? They're not in the veil. They've never returned. Do you think they're just gone? Yeah, I do. Yeah? Yeah, I think they're just gone. Well, maybe... I'm like, I don't know how to explain, like, gone, gone. I think mentally they're gone. Mm. <laughs> they might. I'm not saying that. Do you think it's like when the people in the veil walk through that door they keep talking about and they're like, and I don't they, know what's like, beyond there. Gone. Do you think they just skipped over the veil and went there? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I like. I think that's a good prediction. Mm. I, mean, I, think I didn't even think about it. I think they're sitting in, like, a purgatory again. Like, in between. Yeah, because, again, going back to... Let me just read through. I'm going to read through the whole uh, prophecy that okay. was in the end of the book. So we have... Oh, God, I hope I can read my handwriting. My handwriting is so ugly. Um, 
<laughs> when all hope hinges on a promise forged of lies, which I think is Dorian. Tori. I know we keep saying Dorian. <laughs> Tori. Wrong. Tori and Darcy with a star. That's what I think is the promise forged on lies. Mm-hmm. I think that that's them. Beware the threaded minds of blood and chaos, which I'm not really sure about that, but the, the crazy cave lady thing oh, made a comment about like people being as a part of ball of yarn and all these strings connecting people. Mm-hmm. Something of famous related to that. Then we have unlikely friends and broken bonds may shift the tide. Cleave open the walls of the lost in the depths of the unholy night. Unleash the souls tethered in the tainted dark. Unite the rising twelve and toil the bells of fate. So I think that unleash the souls tethered in the tainted dark. I think that's the people in the music boxes. I think they're going to need to free the people that are like, were sucked in. Oh. That's my guess. Wait, that's a great prediction. Right? I feel like that makes sense. It's crazy. Unleash the souls tethered in the tainted dark. Or... Actually, no, that's a lie. Now that I'm thinking about this, you know how um, Darius said that he could see Lavinia's, like, five souls tethered <gasps> oh, to her? Oh, or was it oh. Lavinia? Or was it the the creepy guy, the, the creepy son? Who oh, was it? One oh, of gosh. the two. I want to say it was Lavinia. Because isn't that how she's being, like, kept alive? I thought she had, like, the shadows. I don't know. One of the two. Yeah. One of the One of the creepy bad people, right? Yeah. That were seen with, like, the five souls, like, stuck to them, tucking away, wanting to be freed and stuff. Maybe I bet that that's actually the souls tethered to the tainted dark. Oh, wait, that okay, actually makes sense. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. And then, obviously, the Unite the Rising 12 is either, like, the 12 stones or the 12 families or mm-hmm. something. So the, the guild with 12 people, something like that. And I, yeah, I don't know if maybe, like, unlikely friends, if that could be, like, Ren and his friends from... Uh, the waning lands because mm-hmm. they need the Scorpio box from there anyways. And so maybe like they'll be the unlikely friends. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on, did you yeah, have any thoughts the thought that? that I'm having right now is, wow, I really did skim. <laughs> <laughs> I told you there were some pieces in there. <laughs> I, I knew there was going to be something. I just, I really couldn't bring myself to like, I, I get it. I barely even read the pages on the book and I just like, yeah. Well, That's so those were, those were my thoughts. But I'm thoughts. getting some good insight. Yeah, those were my thoughts on specifically the, the prophecy. prophecy, at least. So, yeah, I, I think we already have had the promise version lies, mm-hmm. the threaded minds of blood and chaos. I'm not really sure threaded what I think of that one. I think it's going to have something to do with the, the quote that we had from the or, crazy cave lady. What do you think? Or the promise forward on bludgeon. Say that again. Promise forged. Promise forward. Wait, uh, when all hope hinges oh. on a promise forged of lies. Wait, what was the blood and chaos? Beware the threaded minds of blood and chaos. Okay, that just made me think of, like, the link between the Vegas and the Acrixes. What link? Well, like, for years and years and years, their families have been enemies. But then you have Darius and Tori come up, and now Mordro is talking about how they have the thread between them. Mm. And... Someone's gonna have to die again. Well, I think that somebody's gonna have to die too, and I'm just curious who because Darius so again. The, yeah, well, the stars said his ascension will bear a price. Oh, do we think Darius is gonna be king? No. His ascension is. His ascension will bear a price. No, that was when he came back to life, when he was mm. brought back out of the veil. Sorry, I should have clarified that. Okay. When 
Tori does this spell with the sun steel braid and everything, oh and their hearts become one. And um, they're beating together, and the stars are, like, freaking out. Because they're like, hey, you're not supposed to be able to do that. (laughs) And the stars say to the people behind the veil, or I don't know if it was to everybody or just Hale and Marissa or something, they say his ascension will bear a price. So his ascension back to the land of the living is going to bear a price. So do you have any guesses at what that price will be? Oh, well, honestly, okay. So while I was reading it, and over the entire series, they've been saying that only one one vega. And so I'm like, well... Right now, they've kept Tori, like, from not dying. I think Darcy's going to die. Do you think? I think so, because, I mean, Tori has clearly shown that she's, like, a fighter. She's going to do literally whatever she can to, like, save them. If she dies, Darius dies. Yeah. I think that Darcy's going to be the one-off that gets killed. See, I think the opposite. I think (gasps) because Tori Tori has been the one, like, pushing forward and stuff, Mm -hmm. I think that she's going to, or that her and Darius together are going to, like, decide that they're going to do some type of sacrifice, basically. So they're going to be like, well, you know what? We go out together. At least we'll be together. Like, I think they're going to have one of those. And that Darcy's going to be like, okay, well, I guess I'll step up. Because most people like Darcy and Orion better than Darius and but here's the thing with me. I know it's Dorian. <laughs> but, but I think that throughout all of this, Darcy has been showing that she's the weaker twin. Because yeah. think about when they were back in there, when their ancestor was like training them and everything, yeah. Tori had to keep lifting Darcy up. And yeah. she's kind of done that throughout the whole series. But like, and I think that's why you think she'll that's step why. up. Is I think she'll step, I think that she'll have to step up from Ooh. being the weaker one. Because of this, right? Yeah. Okay. I, don't I think they I would like let her be just view. like weak the whole time. Oh. You know. And then you think that Tori's gonna have gonna to give up the power? I think. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm so ex- okay. One thing I'm really excited about to see in the ninth book is so Darius is back, right? He's got the same being hard as Tori. Tori is off and like trapped in a cave. Do you think yeah. their link is gonna help? him find her and save her yeah yeah definitely i think that's gonna be how they locate her i hope so because that was out of left field but also like what oh my god at the last book yeah so where do you think the other stones are so the ones like i was trying to write down where where they all the ones that we know about are Mm -hmm. so hale made a comment about the hydra store sword and thinking that there was a stone in there we have the Scorpio box, which is in the Waning Lands and Wren's Castle. We have the Libra box, which was in the Palace of Souls. And that must be the one that Darcy and Orion got, right? That mm-hmm. was the one that they had to fight the thing. Yes. Um, Sagittarius, that's in the cave, um, the Dragon Cave. Ooh. And then we have Cancer, that was the one that was in King's Hollow that Asriel found. The girls are Do Pisces, right? One? No, they're Gemini. Oh. Aren't they? Duh. Duh. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, so, but that's only five. Like, I feel like we've talked about others. Those are the only five I could think of. I know. Um, and do they have the King's Hollow one yet? Or do they only have the one from um, the Palace of Souls that uh, Darcy and Orion got? I think they only have the one from the Palace of Souls. I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember them getting another one. So, do well, you have any guesses where else you think they might be? Um, 
They said there was one with the FIB, maybe, actually. Oh, not oh that I you're think right, about you're right. It. They did say there's one with the FIB. Um, yeah. So that makes six. I'm not 100% sure, but I have a thought that maybe um, the star that just fell and basically helped Lavinia and Lionel, I think he's going to try to help them find him. Mm. But is there going to be anything left from that star, though? I thought that was a part of its dying thing, was, like, giving out all of its power. For the most part, right? Because that was part of what was so bad with the star that made a deal with the Vegas. Well, now he's walking around as them. Oh, yeah, walking around, yeah, mimicking yeah. them. And so, oh, I wonder... Oh, you think that star is going to help them? Help the other ones find it, and Satori and Darcy can't oh, rise you, up? Oh, you think they're going to... He's the yeah. star that's walking around mimicking... Tori and Darcy is Originally, going to Originally I thought help. it was the other star, but now, yes. Now I think it's the That star is going to help Lavinia and, yeah, yeah Lionel. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. So we have, how, I mean, how many more uh, horoscopes do we have? Horoscopes. Six. Science. So Gemini, Virgo. Taurus. Taurus. I know, I was like, ours. <laughs> yeah, ours. Uh, yeah. What other ones do we have left? Pisces. Yep, Pisces. Which is water. So maybe Max. I feel like Max is going to help with Pisces. Yeah. And then Gemini. So the Vega twins are going to have to find it somewhere. But they were saying that it could be in the Hydra. Is that the one that they... You think that might be the Gemini one? That might be. I don't know. I don't remember if he talked about like what color stone or anything about that. Either. I think he just said there was a stone in it. And Hale had this moment of like, oh, huh, maybe. I wonder if that's where it's been hidden all this time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, I wonder, really I know there was all that talk and you were like, oh, Felicia is so useless, whatever. But I wonder if, um, if that whole story is going to be important because maybe like, I mean, the Knights steal so much stuff, like maybe they have Ooh. another one or maybe they have connections to other thieves that know about them. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly what I think is going to happen is that like, they're all going to work together. And like, now that we have like the other points of view from beyond the veil, we're going to come back and like other family members are going to be able to help the living and mm-hmm. be like, oh, I heard this one time. Mm-hmm. My great ancestor from beyond the veil said X, Y, Z. Yeah, because Darius heard a whole lot of stuff back there. Yeah, he did. And now did. he's back oh, in the land of yeah. living. Yeah, he did. Oh, what did you think about, um, I can't remember her name, the moon wolf. Rosalie? Rosalie. She is the main character in Darkmoor Penitentiary, and I love her. Yes, and she was briefly in... Um, she was really briefly in Zodiac yes, Academy, too. or not Zodiac Academy. Um, Ruthless Boys, probably yes. both. Yeah, and I loved when Darius was there, and he was like, can you see me? And she goes, I see a lot of things. I was like, oh my gosh, she can totally see him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I she's, loved it. We, like I said, Darkmoor Penitentiary. Funny. I was like, I feel like this book... Was probably more fun for people who have like mm-hmm. read some of those other ones too. I don't know. Okay, know? how do you feel about that kind of writing style though? Because what if I didn't even know that those other series existed, and I just felt like, who the fuck are these people, and why are they important, and why are you introduced? Which is kind of how I felt, even though I knew the names. This book was worse about it, but I think um, you don't not follow the story by not knowing them. Right, I mean, it just book. it just makes it more fun if yes. you know them, right? But okay. I felt the same way. Remember when I tried to tell you to read Ruthless Boys before Zodiac Academy Six, yes. and you didn't, and 
then I think after you start it, you were like, oh, oh, but you didn't finish it. And so you're still missing pieces of information. Mm -hmm. I think I told you some of the spoilers and I won't say the spoilers here just in case people haven't read them. But, um, I think it's, it's kind of like why people say read the Assassin's Blade in publication order, not in like the order. order. Yeah. Like not in the order of saying that this is a prologue. It's the same reason why I think people recommend reading these three series in publication order because they really are written in a way that they make sense that way. And yeah, it kind of sucks because it makes them all really long, but I don't think, yeah, maybe it makes it less fun, but I don't think that you didn't follow the story because you don't know her. Yeah, you're right. I just skipped over it. I know. I know. (laughs) It's a little unfortunate, but it is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) I like the predictions part though. I think this is really fun trying to predict what's going to happen next in the series. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there was any other like major predictions that I haven't that Ooh. I have that I haven't mentioned yet. A random one off. Do we think that Seth and Caleb are actually going to be like like a big couple or do we think that they're going to continue to deny their sexuality? Oh, no. I think they're going to be... I think that once Caleb comes out like to everybody, I think is when they're going to become like the... What's not Star Cross was the opposite of that. Oh, the Elysian mates. I think they're going to be Elysian mates. Oh. But I think that he's going to have to get over himself and be comfortable yes. calling Seth his in public before that'll happen absolutely so i think that'll happen in the next book and i i think that obviously i think that um like jerry and max will too yeah i hope so yeah i hope so what what did you think of about seeing all of jerry's family they act exactly like she does and that's what i was saying like it was like mildly entertaining to see others like other family members with similar uh, personalities. Like the Grusses were all really similar. The Knights were all really similar. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you could see pieces of um, Gabe and yeah. Marcel, like even with the knocking of the wings on people. I thought that was, I I, thought more that was from pretty Ruthless funny. Boys, I think. But yeah, yeah it's, I thought that was kind of funny. Right, because we've talked about how in Ruthless Boys, Gabe is a very different Gabe that we know in Zodiac yes. Academy. He is very much so like, I'm going to. marriage and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, He's like, I'm gonna put out my wings and I'm gonna hit you with them, but I'm big old strong man. Yeah. And that then in Zodiac Academy, I just thought he was like, oh, I just love you, little sisters. Right. <laughs> just so different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, what did you think <laughs> of um, Azriel saying that he thought uh, Darius and Orion might? get together okay i actually really liked that part <laughs> i feel like that was the thing that all readers were like casually thinking uh-huh when watching them and it was finally said yeah okay Definitely. i loved that part well because i i remember asking you i was like so so are they like are they a thing is it happening you're like i don't know find out yep yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, and then I thought it was funny, too, because then they started talking about, like, oh, yeah, like, when they were younger, they were always like this. They were always on each other's mm-hmm. head. And we always thought, I loved it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was probably another one of my favorite books. Yeah. I'm sorry, favorite parts, parts. of the book. Yay. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. I know. The only other thing that I had, and this is, like, I don't know if you have other things, so I feel like this is maybe, like, a nice note to tie it off on then. Yeah. There was just one last quote that, because I feel like sometimes the sisters put in some like little nice moments right that I just liked I don't know why but I just really liked this specific quote and it said mistakes are found along paths with dead ends the good thing about having feet is we can always use them to turn back and I thought that was just like yeah. a really I don't know nice sentiment 
of saying like, yep, the stakes are going to happen. That's why you just keep on moving, change paths. And I just, I thought that was really nice. Yeah. I really like that. I feel like throughout the books too, like they talk, the girls are not perfect. And so right. like they make mistakes. They're human. Well, they they learn from why. Them. they're not really human, but <laughs> <laughs> not really human. They, they. they learn from their mistakes and yeah. they're like allowed to make mistakes as is everybody in here. And they did a really good representation of that. Mm-hmm. And so I like that they put that line in there as well. Yeah. yeah sweet. I love yeah. It. So how excited are you for the next one? Uh, I mean, I don't know that I'm going to say I'm like, specifically really excited but i'll definitely read it yeah me too I'm just because i you know have to close it off exactly. i've invested so much time i will be so upset if they are like just kidding no we're they'll do, do a it 10th one. book they'll do it one because they've already talked about that um there's 12 zodiac signs and they have now 11 book covers with 11 of the oh um, so they have to end this, so they're, they have to end on 12 hmm. i mean they should end on 12 because they yeah. had um, what they have eight books plus eight and a half, as told which makes the nine. They have as told by the boys. Seth makes on 10. the moon. No, Seth on the moon oh, isn't. It's kidding. um big ass party. I think. Oh, I never read that one. Yeah, I haven't read that one either. It's just a novella, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, that's one with a cover. Wait, so that made eight, nine. Um, can't count. That's why I was <laughs> Hold like, on. Oh, let's see. Okay, if there's gonna eight, be nine books. Eight, nine with eight and a half. 10 with as told by the boys 11 with a uh, big ass party so this the this book nine will be, will the, be the 12th one. book yeah okay so they'll definitely finish on this finally. one <laughs> yeah i felt okay i i'm just gonna preface and say i loved this series i was super invested in it until probably the end of book seven and book eight i was just like eh i'm okay to just like read this as fast as I think as they I just can. needed to edit that one more to pare it down and they didn't. Yeah, I think so too. What was your favorite of the series? I feel like it was probably somewhere around 3. Yeah. Whichever one I think is that I thought actually I think Shadow Princess that must have been 4. Was that 4? That was my favorite. I think too. that was the one I liked the best. Yep, mine too. Yeah. That was my I favorite. I feel like that was a really good mix of like funny, romantic and like plot things yeah I, I thought that one was a really good mix i like it i like it well do we want to talk about what else we're reading sure yes what else are you reading well i am on the second book of the folk of the air the wicked king and these are also really easy reads and i've kind of gotten over Cardin's tail uh, <laughs> I keep seeing the things on uh, Barnes and Noble where they're like, "Oh, he's a ten, but," and I always see that like he's a ten, but he has a tail. <laughs> oh my god, it's it's funny. So like, a lot of people can't get over the tail, and I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, I guess you don't." Maybe you haven't read us, Plant Barbie. <laughs> no, I haven't. But I have a coworker who is like, "You need to read it." You need to read it. Just, I'm pretty sure they have a tail too, so that's why I say that. <laughs> So I just finished the second book, Mm -hmm. and so I am really excited about that one. Um, So right now, right now, I am reading The Celestra, and I'm reading this book because it is the first book in an ARC series that I'm about to get at the end of the month. Ooh, And so I'm so excited. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm I'm really pumped about that one. You'll have to give us a little uh, spoiler-free 
review once you are done with it. I know. Well, that kind of brings me in to what we were we're thinking about doing a series called Let Me Tell You, where we would do maybe bonus episodes and like short little episodes on like, let me tell you what I'm reading right now. Let me tell you why you should read this let book. Me tell you or why, you why should not. Read it. Or why not. <laughs> in Zodiac Academy's case, <laughs> why not? And so I think that would be really fun to start doing that little bonus episode yeah. on what we're reading. Yeah, definitely. So, Jenna, tell me what you're reading. Uh, well, I have um, Restore Me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still catching up a little bit, so I have Restore Me. And um, Divine Rivals are both, like, oh. right in my my next book, so I'll probably kind of read them at the same time. Um, so I'll probably read both of those this week. You're going to get through both of those so fast. Yeah. Um, and both of them end, like, Really well. <laughs> so I have both of those on the docket for this week. I'm... Almost done with the Prince's Poison Vow. I might just like put it on hold so to catch up uh, on those two books so that we can be ready to chat about them. But um, the Prince's Poison Vow has been really good too, actually, once I got into it. Um, so that's been good. And then my I read on my Kindle kind of yes. book. Um, I'm reading three by Ted Decker because you yes. told me to read that. And that's like a, a thriller suspense, I think. Yes. So. So I just started so that good. because sometimes when my husband is sleeping and I'm not tired yet, <laughs> I will uh, read on my Kindle yeah, in dark mode. I do that, too. I do that <laughs> but, too. So I like to have one on my Kindle at all times, too, and everything else is physical books, so I had to start another. I have been reading. I think I might officially give up. I had been reading The Three-Body Problem for a while, mm-hmm. um, and there's like some, a lot of things about the premise that are really cool. Yeah. It's like a very sci-fi book, but... Um, it's, I'm pretty sure, translated from a different language, Ooh. and I just don't... I it don't doesn't know. translate very well? Well, I just find it a little hard to read, and yeah. I read a lot of sci-fi. Like, I really like sci-fi, but it is a little hard to read, and so I might formally DNF that. Oh, yeah, I've been kind man. of putting off giving it that DNF because I want, I we really want to like it, yeah. but um, it's just, yeah, it's just too hard to read. And there's a lot of... And I think I maybe talked about this when I read City of Brass, and and you'll experience this when you read that, Mm -hmm. too. There's a lot of cultural words to read or to learn. And the cultural words were harder to pick up on, I think, in The Three-Body Problem than they were in something like City of Brass. And it is, like, enough that it's distracting from the story or, like, hard to follow. There's a lot of, um, you know, like, terms of endearment or terms of respect or terms of whatever that like yeah. make you call the same character a lot of different things and it makes it really hard for me to track mm-hmm. um so yeah so I think I'm gonna DNF that but that's all I got a lot a lot that I'm juggling right now I know I feel like I just finished a lot of books and nice. so now I'm like hmm what's my next read so I'm like if you have any next read suggestions let us know let us know oh oh look who came in how'd you get in how did you? He's like a phone. He's like I figured door. out the doggy I door. I figured out the doggy door. He's so happy. <laughs> did you figure out the doggy no, door, Connor? He's like Frankie. Come on, I'll show you how to do it. This is probably exactly I hope what he's so. Doing. <laughs> My dog is literally scared of everything, and yeah. so she won't use a doggy door. Oh, he's buddy. so happy. Are you so happy? He probably watched Dixie do it. And he was probably. Like, oh, he's like, oh, I can do that. But so I just finished a few books that I was reading. I was reading like three at the same time, yeah. and I'm. I'm crippled, and so I have a lot of time on my hands, and I literally don't do anything else because I can't. I haven't worked out in two months. Oh, wow. And I'm, like, getting, like, antsy, and I'm, like, I'm just going to get through these books. Yep. So I'm, like, 
now I think I'm just going to start reading some of the podcast ones that we have coming up and Good. just try to get ahead, I guess. Nice. Yeah, I'm finally <laughs> catching up. We've had so many people in our house yeah. for weeks. You guys have been busy. Yeah, I love my friends, but there's been a lot of them in my house. And yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> to have some alone time. <laughs> Catch up on some reading and some cleaning. Yeah. Also, a little baby shout out. Riley, we see you liking everything. Oh. <laughs> it's so cute. I look over and it was the other day and Riley had like gone Riley on. Jones? Yes. Oh. He went on and like liked all the stuff on Instagram and I was like, oh, I love you. Oh, we'll see. Now we need to make sure he hears the shout out when we talk about we Jay, Juliet you. being called Jay. I know. It's so cute. <laughs> and oh, the episode's please. already out too, so yeah. that's exciting. Yep, but so if you haven't so already, go read Shatter Me and go listen to our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Well, I'm glad this book is over. <laughs> I mean, I definitely wasn't my favorite book, but like I said, I don't think I despised it quite as strongly as you I don't know why I hated did. it, but I, I hated it. I yeah, I, I think it's because you haven't read the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got almost all the way through that. The Ruthless Boys, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Go follow us on Instagram and TikTok and join our community. We love yeah. you guys. We'll see you next time for Restore Me. Yay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep, Keep it spicy, book lovers! <laughs> <laughs>